Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. A warmer brother below. Welcome to Bobby Las Vegas for Jessica Seats with myself, Craig Spears, and now part of the Beeson Family Podcast. And we've got a great podcast for you. In the second segment, we're going to be joined by one of our friends over there at Heat Check CBB, Andy Dikoff. He does a great job of being able to take a look at the game of college basketball, much like myself, holding it down here on the West Coast. We're going to be talking with him a little bit more about what we're seeing with the whack this season, both a little bit of a look at the teams, and on top of that, Conference seating for them during their conference tournament is going to be very interesting as instead of going with wins and losses, I wanted to mention this on the podcast a few days ago, and I think that's worth taking a look at more and more. The fact that they're going to be going to Ken Palm to be able to seed out their conference tournament, I think that it is going to be something to really take note of, not just for this conference, but if we're going to be seeing it a little bit more moving forward. We also did wind up having it be official that Gigi Jackson he is going to be going to South Carolina, reclassifying to the class of 2022. So I'm going to get his thoughts on that front as well. And in the final segment, we've seen a few news and notes in college basketball over the last few days and a few unfortunate injuries as well. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a recap of that. Did not wind up having a recap of the news and notes yesterday in college basketball because you guys wound up hearing my conference USA preview. So we're going to be doing the last few days on the podcast today as a result to be able to clean all that up. And if you you do have a question, comment, segment, idea, whatever you for this podcast, you do have one of two ways we offer those in. First one is my Twitter timeline at unit underscore 81. Keep in mind, letters EM. Name me does not matter, size per usual. Please do send these into the timeline. The other way, find an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, very much appreciated from there. You're able to fire whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast. Find that five star review. Really did not wind up getting in any Twitter questions today, but but we do have a tremendous chat with one of our good friends, Andy Dekoff of Heat Check CBB, coming up next right here on Coast Crazy with myself, thank you for and now a part of the Beeson Family Podcast. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. 
You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. 
You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Las Vegas for Cuts and Cuts Hoops with myself, Greg Hoops Peters, and now part of the Vison family of podcasts. It is always a pleasure to get Andy Dekoff on the show. He does a great job over there at EchexCBB, doing a nice job taking a look at a little bit of everything college basketball. And on top of that, if you're a fan of the great state of Oregon in terms of all their sports, he covers things with the Madras Pioneer and the Portland Tribune. So he's got you covered in a wide variety of areas. On top of that, does some work over there with the Mount West Wire, and you're able to follow him on Twitter at Andrew Decoff. Last name is spelled T-I-E-C-K-H-O-F-F. And Andy, great to have you aboard. Thank you. Hey, thanks for having me back, Greg. It is great to have you aboard. And Andy, we did wind up seeing this about a week or so ago. The fact that the WAC, they are now going to be seeding their conference tournament via Ken Palm, which I think that that's very new, revolutionary. The one thing that I'm troubled with a little bit is that it takes non-conference play into account with regards to the seeding as well. What are your overall thoughts on this? And do you think we might see a little bit more of it in the future? I think that it is... I'm all for innovation, I suppose. I don't think that it's so crazy that it's going to break the league and that it can't work. I agree that the non-conference portion coming in is is a little bit of a weird look, but what I believe, you know, is kind of the impetus behind that is getting the league to schedule better games. And so rather than saying that that's important to seed our tournament, I think what they're saying is, look, if you want a better seed in the tournament, you better schedule some better games. So it's a little bit more of dangling a carrot, I guess. You know, looking at it that way, I don't I don't mind that so much. I know that some leagues you know, they set minimums on the, the average net or the average, you know, ranking of the opponent that you schedule in the non-conference. And so I guess this is just a, another way to try to get your league to get on board with, you know, taking a step forward and just playing some better competition in the early season. Yeah, but I do think that it's interesting that it's from the WAC as well, because the WAC has really been able to do a solid job the last few years of being able to rise up. A team that high, I'm high on Cal Baptist. I think that they're in for a solid season. We saw New Mexico State 
be able to win a game in the NCAA tournament this last season. And I do think that the WAC, in terms of those mid-major conferences, is one of the most fast-rising ones out there. I give the SoCon some credit as well, but I just take a look at the overall state of the WAC, and I like what I see. And, well, getting out Chicago State, which ironically enough, they probably have more talent this year than they've had <laughs> at any time during True. the time of the WAC. But I think that that, I guess you could call it addition by subtraction, also helps them out. I think so as well. And the influx of those Southland teams and I guess even the leaving of the ones, you know, that weren't all that good. So really, I mean, in the look at what they got out of the Southland realignment net when I believe Lamar and Incarnate Word are both back in the Southland now and they're not in the WAC, you know, they get good teams. That's really all that the WAC got out of that. And they got the top of the Southland Overall, I think that helps the league, you know, alongside dumping a program like Chicago State that's been an anchor on the, you know, the overall rating of the league, maybe through no fault of their own, but it's the truth. Chicago State's been one of the, you know, five worst teams in the country the last, you know, few years. So I agree that they are turning it around. But as for, you know, the whack going forward, I think they're stronger without them. I also don't know what's happening with Chicago State this year. It sounds like they might be some sort of an independent, but I mean, that's a very interesting case in and of itself because we haven't seen an independent since NGIT a few years ago. It's true. And if my understanding is correct, Hartford will also be competing as an independent and not in the America East. So this is part, as far as I understand it, this is part of uh, the transition to eventually dropping to, I believe, D3 sport, which I know caused such a hubbub after Hartford made the tournament the year before last, I believe. As far as I know, in my research, Hartford has said that they will not be playing in a conference during this season, which, you know, alongside Chicago State, yeah, it gives us our first D1 independence in quite a while. That'll be certainly interesting to take a look at in the WAC in general. I do think he's doing for a relatively solid year as Andy Dikoff does a great job over there at Heat Check CBB. He's joining me on the podcast. And, I mean, we just laid it out with realignment. Things are absolutely crazy. And we're going to be seeing things in the SEC look a little bit differently as well in future years in terms of the teams that we do have. We want to see some big news on Saturday. Though. It was made official, really a not-so-well-kept secret that Gigi Jackson was looking to reclassify and join South Carolina. That wound up becoming official on Saturday. And I take a look at South Carolina, no question that is going to be able to help them out. But I still take a look at this team as a whole. And the track record of Paris Lamont is that it probably is going to take a few years for him to be able to get things online for South Carolina, much like it did at Chattanooga. And I think that this could wind up being a case of which it winds up setting the expectations for South Carolina in year number one under Lamont a little bit too high. And this could wind up being a little bit of a negative in ways for South Carolina, just because I take a look at the rest of the guys on the roster, bringing guys like a Hayden Brown, who is great in the SOCOM, but a six foot five, little bit of a undersized forward out there in the SEC, I think might wind up getting chewed alive. And I think that this is going to be a fascinating case study because now more eyes than we were expecting are going to be on South Carolina. Yeah, definitely. Um, You know, this has been, you know, whispers have been going around about this for a while now, you know, at least a month, I would say, when I heard him, and I don't hear all that many whispers. So (laughs) this was kind of the worst kept secret, I think, in recent memory. Yeah, I think that this could have a chance to backfire a little bit on Lamont Paris. Hopefully, any decision makers who are looking at Lamont Paris's tenure at South Carolina are going to understand, hey, look, now 2022-23, that's an anomaly year because all of a sudden you've got this, you know, Gigi Jackson showing up 
who knows what that's going to mean, but it'd be weird if Gigi Jackson shows up and then, you know, isn't the star focal point of the team. You know what I mean? It changes the entire complexity of the team in one fell swoop. I think having such a high profile guy come and join the program, like you said, there's a lot of expectations going on. Yeah. They're probably not going to live up to those expectations. Aunt Edwards, it's Ben Simmons, right? It's probably more Aunt Edwards. Cause I think Ben Simmons went to a DSAA tournament, didn't he? Simmons yeah. did not. So that was, Oh, did he not? Okay. Okay. And did then he... Markel Fultz as well. He wanted being a big Buster Rooney as well. Okay. Both in the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes Washington. sense. Right. I think I'm just, you know, LSU's been good for so many different years that it just seems like they should be there. Whereas, you know, Georgia and Washington, (laughs) I just expect them not to be in the NCAA tournament at this point. I think that South Carolina is still going to struggle in the SEC. This could at least be something that invigorates their fan base, though, and maybe makes them more excited and more invested, which could actually be a net positive in the end. I think it could go both ways, but... I think for it to be a real negative, people would have to like really believe that not only is South Carolina going to be good this year, but that that means something about Lamont Paris and what he can do as a coach or what he will do with the program. I feel like this is just kind of a one-off thing and it is happening in his first year, which kind of makes it a strange dynamic, but I don't think he should really be judged completely, you know, as a boom or bust on what happens in this first year, really either way, you know, and if they win 25 games and go to the sweet 16, because Gigi Jackson's that guy, then, you know, I'm not sure that Lamont Paris should get all the credit for that either. So I think, again, it's one of these situations that kind of cuts both ways. And I'm just interested to see how it all plays out, to be perfectly honest. Yep, I do think that it's going to be really interesting to take a look at this because so many of the guys that have reclassified, they've had their issues, but it feels like a lot of the guys that it has worked out for them, it is big men. Like we wound up seeing that happen with Mr. Marcus Bagley, who was over there at Duke. He was able to come in. He was able to do a very solid job for them last season. We wound up seeing Jalen Duran, a big man. Work out for Memphis. Imani Bates, a little bit more of a shooter, did not wind up working out for him. And I think that that's a big key, not just with these guys that reclassify, but a lot of these like later transfers as well. Someone like a Pete Nance going over to North Carolina. I feel a little bit more bullish about him than, once again, Imani Bates, someone who in, late in the process wound up transferring. And I think that that's a big key because it feels like big men, they just have a little bit less on their plate to be able to get down in terms of the offense. Rebounding is not something that you necessarily need to coach so much. Meanwhile, with some of these guards being able to bring the ball up time and time again, run the offense, these are the guys that it feels like really had these issues, both in terms of reclassification and in terms of late in the game transfers. Yeah, I think, you know, the history of reclass guys has been spotty. It's kind of hard to tell, though. I, I don't know that I can really identify a pattern with it quite yet so much that I could, you know, predict what's going to happen with Gigi Jackson based on that. I do think that the reclassification, you're already going into a place as a freshman where you're going to be the young guy on the block, you know, reclassifying and just doing everything a little bit earlier. You know, I guess the main goal probably is to get to the NBA quicker. And I certainly understand that, but I'm not sure how good it is for the development. And in Gigi Jackson's case, it was pointed out to me by my colleague Connor Hope earlier, Drew Timmy coming back to Gonzaga meant that Pete Nance didn't go there and he went to UNC instead. And now there's no scholarship available, you know, for Gigi Jackson this year. He wants to reclassify, but now he has to kind of go to a a worse situation, a very much worse situation from North Carolina to South Carolina. 
And, you know, so I think continuing on with the decision, even after you see that you're kind of stuck in this corner, I think that's questionable decision making, but it's not my decision to make. We'll see how it plays out. And if I'm wrong, hey, good for the kid. But, you know, there's a chance that does not go well. And I think we've seen that in some cases. You know, Amani Bates, like you said, had trouble. I think that the reclass is probably a little less important maybe than the decision of where to go and the expectations on what's going to happen once you get there. Yep, I do think so as well. I think that it's going to be really interesting to take a look at both of these things for the upcoming season, the WAC, what they're doing, if anyone minds following suit, and obviously what is going to be going on with Gigi Jackson as well and what's going on with you guys over there at EJXCBB is a lot of great content. I know that you, Andrew, are doing a great job taking a look at things for the upcoming college basketball season and do a great job holding it down in the great state of Oregon, being able to take a look at a little bit of everything in the state sports scene. So let the good people at home know they're able to follow you on social media and everything they've got going on in general. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter uh, at Andrew Dekoff. Last name is D-I-E-C-K-H-O-F-F. And you can find our work at heatcheckcbb.com. Doing you know a little more editorial stuff these days. So I haven't been writing quite as much for the site, but you should still check it out because we have a lot of good stuff coming out on there so check us out there and then i'm also doing my thing for the madras pioneer still so having a ball kind of covering sports as much as i can and andy does a great job of it does a great job over there at heat check cbb holding it down in the great state of oregon and we always appreciate his time on this podcast so big thanks andy for joining me right here on coast coast soups now part of the beast and family podcast and coming up next this is time of the podcast i give you a little bit of a roundup as to thing that we've seen in college basketball over the last 48 hours Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
and love you, Las Vegas. For Ghost Guest Soups with myself, Greg Spears, and now part of the Houston Family Podcast, it is always a pleasure to get Andy Dekoff on the show. He does an absolutely tremendous job over there at CBB, much like myself. He's doing a nice job holding it down here in the West Coast part of the country and a man that always does amazing work in terms of being able to take a look at some of the analytics of the game of college basketball as well. So big thanks to him for joining me in the last segment. Now it is that time of the podcast. I give you the news and notes of college basketball that we've seen really over the last 48 hours. The reason why it's the last 48 hours is because I did wind up doing my conference preview of Conference USA yesterday. I'm looking to do the Ivy League most likely within the next 72 hours. So that is going to be on tap. And then we wind up getting into the M's, which means that we're going to get some big conference previews coming in. The Missouri Valley, along with the Mountain West, that is going to be on tap relatively soon. So I am very much looking forward to those conference previews as well. So we've got some good ones that are coming up. As I always say, during the offseason, I typically start these in very early June. We do about one and a half per week. We wind up doing two this last week. So most likely going to be a one this week, especially with myself doing the look at on VSIM. For those of you guys uh, fans of the Vegas Ads and Information Network, I'll be with you guys 1 to 4 a.m. Eastern Time. Pretty much, if you're out there on the East Coast, Tuesday through Friday on Monday, it is going to be pretty much a Sunday into Monday bleed over as it's going to start at 10 p.m. Eastern Time going to 1 a.m. on Monday. So we've got that on tap for you guys. So it's going to be a lot of fun for you guys that are looking to get in on some baseball action. For those of you guys looking forward to the NFL season, guys, guys covered there. But very interesting news out there in the ACC as P.J. Hall, he underwent surgery to be able to help out an injured knee. And there is optimism that he's going to be back sometime in November. But this would be a massive blow for Clemson if he's not able to suit it up at the beginning part of the season. And the fact that this is as hush hush as it is, it doesn't have me too necessarily optimistic that he's going to be set for the beginning part of the season because Hall pretty much was the team for Clemson last year. We're going to call it what it is. 15.5 points, 5.8 boards, 1.3 blocks per game. Wasn't a great three-point shooter, but shot right around 31% from three as a six-foot-eight combo player. Very lethal and shot 40% from three at home now. Shot 18% from three-point range on the road. That needs a little bit of help, but I mean, with this Clemson team, they do wind up losing Nick Honor from last year as well. It's a bunch of which they were just very felt for lack of a better term, herky-jerky with them last season. Brad Brownell, I just have never thought is necessarily a good coach. And Brevin Galloway is the only guy that they wound up getting in the transfer portal. It's not like this team has done a prolific job of being able to bring in some good five-star recruits or anything like that as well. So I think it's going to be a relatively rough year for them out there in the ACC. Even with P.J. Hall, you take him off the roster and, boy, it's not necessarily so great. Jeremy McAllister, you can't help but feel for this guy. He has suffered another torn ACL. I believe that this is his third torn ACL. I mean, man, this is just absolutely brutal for him. And I mean, with VCU, they've been able to play without him so much that they're just used to it at this point. But McAllister is someone with a whole lot of upside. Wound up playing in just 16 games during the 2019-20 season as Mitch each of the last two seasons. There's fear that this might become each of the last three as he was rated as the number 318 recruit by 24-7 sports in the class of 2019. Someone who had some relative upside could be able to give VCU some three-point shooting. Once again, not a case in which this really puts VCU behind the eight ball or anything like that because I mean, they've already been playing without Mr. McAllister for the last few seasons and VCU may have been able to do a solid job here in the transfer portal bringing in some talent like a Zeb Jackson, 
along with Brandon Johns Jr. from Michigan. So you've got that duo, David Driver, a double-digit scorer from Hartford, going to be coming in. I still think that VCU going to be very solid out there. And in Atlantic 10, that in general, I think it's going to be in for a very solid year. But, I mean, that said, you just really feel for a kid like this, and that does wind up hurting the depth of a VCU squad that... With the way that they wind up pressing full court, the way that they wind up being able to generate some steals, they do need quite a bit of depth, and that is a little bit of a blow for them. So that is going to be hurting them moving forward. You do wind up seeing Kieran Oliver. He was playing last season, and New Mexico State, he has decided that he is going to be entering in the transfer portal. Well, he wasn't playing for New Mexico State last season. He had red shirt. He has decided that he's going to be going down to Indian Hills Community College, one of the best Juco schools out there in all of college basketball. Really figured that he probably wasn't going to be seeing a lot of playing time with his new regime, so instead he's going to look to be able to up his stock a little bit. And then Remy Lamovu, he was at compensate the size here, was able to put up a little bit over two rebounds per game, was a little bit more of a six foot nine depth piece. Inside that he is going to be going to Lindenwood University, one of our new D1 schools. He's got a little bit of experience in Lindenwood. They wound up being sub 500 at the D2 ranks. They've been able to make a couple moves here in the transfer portal, but I can tell you right now, I don't necessarily have high expectations for them. We're going to be doing our Ohio Valley Conference preview probably sometime in the month of August. And, well, Lindenwood, they are not going to be in the top half of that conference. I can assure you of that. And then, obviously, we did wind up seeing Gigi Jackson wind up reclassifying and wind up going to South Carolina. This is something I've talked about for many, many weeks. This was not a secret that he was going to be looking to do this. It wound up becoming official on Saturday, and I certainly do think that this winds up helping out South Carolina in the short term, but at the same time, we have seen a lot of these guys that wind up reclassifying not necessarily have the world's greatest track record. Now, the fact that he's a power forward instead of some sort of like a point guard, I think that that's going to be a lot of out. I would say that for Gigi Jackson, the ceiling is Marvin Bagley, the floor is Imani Bates, and I think that he's going to be somewhere in between. I think that he'll be able to put up his double figures. I think that South Carolina is still not going to be an NCAA tournament team. Paris Lamont, even when he was at Chattanooga, it took him a few years to be able to build up that program. I still think it's going to take him a few years to build up South Carolina when you've got guys like Hayden Brown who come in from the city Citadel trying to compete at the SEC level, and I like Tatum Brown at the Citadel, but he's a six foot five undersized forward that is going to be looking to move up to the SEC. I think it's going to be still a relatively rough go of it for them, and we want to talking about that a little bit with our good friend Andy Tikoff, and really have been talking about that on the podcast the last few weeks. And if you do like cheering from this fine podcast, go go soups. You're able to subscribe wherever you podcast: Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. If you've got a question, comment, segment idea, whatever for this podcast, you do have one of two ways to be able to this in. First one is my Twitter timeline at GNRS41. Keep in mind, letters EM, they mean does not matter. So as per usual, please do send these into the timeline. The other way is find an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated from there. You're able to find whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast via the five-star review. Big thanks once again to Andy Dekoff of HeatCheckCBB for joining me in the last segment. I'll be coming at you guys every single day on this podcast in the off-season news and notes of college basketball. And then once we get in-season picks and analysis on every single game, every single day. So I appreciate you guys getting in today, and I'll catch you once again tomorrow. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. 
You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.